What is up guys and girls, welcome to episode number 138 of The Nonsense Review. I'm your host as always, Devon, and joining me equally as always is Rick. Hello everybody. And those of you who have been watching for the last few weeks probably know that we wanted to do a Hannibal Lecter theme month for this month, but if you watched last week, you'd know we decided fuck that because everything was too much work. So instead we're just doing vague horror stuff. And wouldn't you know it, Rick, indie animation just happened to drop that has been described vaguely as horror. There's a ton of fan art of the main character interacting with other horror type characters in the loosest sense of the word. I've seen some Scooby-Doo. I've seen some Courage. So we're going to do the amazing Digital Circus's pilot today. Yeah, it's by uh, Glitch Productions. Yeah, apparently they're pretty good at just pumping episodes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously it's the right month for it for something vaguely horror-themed. And uh, you said it's uh, described as existential horror. The creators haven't described it like that. There was a commenter saying, oh, this feels very existential horror-y. And I'm like, great, that's good enough. We're going to do it then. I'm looking forward to this. Everybody should know by now our feelings on animation and indie animation is just animation with a bit of a stricter budget maybe a smaller team but usually no less worse I mean case in point we both love Halluva Bus yeah yeah even the ones that we weren't as fond of we still had good things to say about you know sure sure but I think that's because we're just little beacons of optimism and positivity aren't we Rick now let's dash everyone's per- perceptions of us by being real bitter Rick how's your week been <laughs> on a personal note I finished Good Omens season 2 as I mentioned a couple of weeks ago when we started watching it with my folks, uh, it, it focuses almost entirely on Aziraphale and Crowley. This might be to its benefit because without the plot of the first book, these are the two characters that stole the show in the first series anyway, so focusing on them is not bad. The plot of the series is a bit thin, but it's basically just a way to force these two together, and in my opinion, it did it well. It ends on a cliffhanger, okay. as all Netflix-esques do, and Neil Gaiman is currently, not yet, but will be writing season three. Okay. Uh, so, yep, yeah, looking forward to that. Out in the world, though, uh, I've seen that there has been a live-action reboot of Gargoyles has been announced to be coming to Disney+. Plus. I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah, so Gargoyles is one of the cornerstones of TV tropes. Like, most of the things about fanfiction come from over-analysis of Gargoyles fanfiction, because uh, apparently that was just the thing that was around around the time that people started getting internet if you weren't an upper-class twit. Sure. So when a normal person could just get an AOL disc and get a couple of hours on a week, just to, you know, spread their creativity, you know? Yeah, I mean, the main reason I'm hesitant is... Uh, well, it's it's the Disney problem, that, and I will blame Disney for this because they're doing it with everything. They seem to think that the ultimate medium for everything is live action, and it fucking isn't. And they should know this, they're Disney! It really broke my heart when they transitioned the Disney Channel from, like, Disney stuff to just live action garbage. I mean, that, that, that's different because that was, like, original stuff, so that's fine. I mean, it's not my cup of tea, but, like, I can live and let live. If they took, like, oh, I don't know, any random cartoon... If they took the Aladdin cartoon and made a live-action Aladdin cartoon series and did that exclusively on the Disney Channel, then I'd be like, what's the fucking point? And, you know, I haven't watched any of the live-action Disney movies because I don't care that most of the charm came from the animation. And let's be honest, and I think many people will agree, animation as an art form, you can do a lot more with in that, yeah. like, the magical stuff and things you can't... that you've got to use CG for anyway. Yeah, I think the only live-action Disney adaptation that actually merited being its own thing was, I think, Maleficent. 
because it was a completely different take on the character and like a completely separate story. Well, but I was going to say, but again, that's just that's not that's not taking the cartoon and turning it into a live action thing. That's making a live action thing out of its own material. It's still loosely based on Sleeping Beauty, I assume. Yeah. But yes, it is. It's quite clearly taking a different focal point. And then because that was you know successful, they then then just did straight up live action adaptation to the other things like Beauty and the Beast and all that. Uh, but yes, other than that, I've also seen something else is coming back. In 2024, we're going to get a return to the old world. The Warhammer The Old World is coming back to tabletop. I'm so fucking surprised, Rick, because I also had this on my notes because I didn't think you'd give a fuck. Um, I kind of do in that I have a soft spot in my heart for the old world, as you might know from having DM'd as a, a game for us in the old world after Age of Sigmar had started. So basically, you resurrected the non-canon old world just to give us a game in it. <laughs> yeah, and it sucked because one person wasn't adept, adept in the lore, and it's kind of on me as the DM as well, but they were like, what's this? And I, I kind of was in that headspace of, like, Skaven, they're, they're rat men. It's like, what does that mean? It means they're rat men. I, <laughs> I, 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 can't, I can't give you more lore than this. <laughs> I remember there was a, a book just called Loathsome Rat Men and Their Vile Kin. <laughs> it was just a lore book on Skaven. Bretonians are going to be the ones that uh, come back as the flagship returning faction. They obviously got uh, nixed when the old world came around and currently only exist in the form of the Total War Warhammer. Yeah, I'm, I, this is what made it come up on my uh, radar because, oh look, Bretonian models. And I was like, fucking what? They're back? When? Yeah, it's unknown if we're going to get the heresy era treatment or if it's going to be like the main product and Sigmar is going to get heresied. But it looks like they're going to want to run them both at the same time in some capacity. Like you could still go and buy Horus Heresy models because they're cool and popular enough to like have shelf space in real stores but I don't think they tend to run that many events for heresy yeah I don't know about that it's it's one of those where I think they'd be absolutely insane to scrap Sigmar oh well they could scrap Sigmar the system as long as they don't do what they did when they brought Sigmar in and that is these armies are now invalid fuck off these models don't exist no more fuck off if they do that they're insane or they want people yeah. to buy more models which let's be honest has been the MO for, uh, for Games Workshop a few times I could see there being a storyline where the Sigmarverse invades the old world to try and stop the end times and then it just combines into one world. But it doesn't make sense Rick because the whole reason why the, the old world doesn't exist no more is because it got blowed up for the Sigmar world to exist. Yeah because of the end times yeah. It's fucking yeah no there's no real story justification they, they can bullshit their way all they want and quite frankly I don't care I'm glad Bretonnia's back I hope Tomb Kings come back properly as people have been heralding for about 20 years it feels like. And it'll be nice to see the other factions like Chaos Dwarfs get something uh, done about them. They're not going to get shit. <laughs> I mean, they currently only exist as a, a Total War mini-faction. And the last thing that I see, very short note in my notes, EU bans glitter. Go on. So the European Union has banned glitter in a way to try and get microplastics out of circulation in general. And glitter is one of those things that basically doesn't need to exist. That's really interesting because I thought glitter had already been replaced by biodegradable stuff. Uh, I think replaced in general, but now there's a ban. Sure. I, again, I we're not in the EU, so technically this doesn't apply to us. However, I could have sworn in almost every single... I, I don't buy glitter. I think glitter sucks. I hate it. It gets everywhere. It's pointless. I have no fun in my life. <laughs> On a serious note, like unless you're at a children's party, it has no place in this world. Every time I've seen glitter on sale, it always has in big old writing on the packet, biodegradable, safe for environment and shit. Now, they could be lying, but 
technically that is against the law no matter what. Yeah, it's one of those things that uh, technically even plastic is biodegradable. It's just a case of how long it takes. Okay, but when someone says biodegradable, plastic isn't biodegradable. That's one of the points of it. Yeah, it might as well just be a turtle. <laughs> that bothers me. That bothers me. Uh, I know you're doing it to argue devil's advocate, but it's like, fuck off. Just because something will eventually biodegrade. That's not the definition of the word, and you know it. Yeah, not in any of our lifetimes, no. But yeah, that's uh, that's all I've seen in the universe. How about you? How's your week been? And what have you seen in the universe? Yeah, week's been decent, I suppose. I watched the uh, Once Upon a Studio Disney short. Oh? Yeah, it's, it's about ten minutes, well, about nine minutes before the credits. Uh, that's why I didn't suggest it for the channel, because that's really short. Um, it's a fun little piece of animation. It's a bit of live action, like there's two seconds, well, a little bit of time of people leaving the studio, and the setting, the background setting is live action short. But basically every Disney cartoon and 3D animated character is shown for at least a split second and they all come out of a bunch of portraits and movie posters and they all pose for a big picture to celebrate 100 years of Disney. Including a nice little sensitive moment of Mickey Mouse looking up a little bit teary-eyed at a picture of Walt and just saying thank you. Yeah, like it's a standard thing that they have is just Mickey going on without Walt and just having a bit of reverence before he goes back into, you know, the happy-go-lucky Mickey Mouse mode. Yeah, it, it was it was a tender moment amongst just a, a fun little animation. I don't want to say too much because I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't watched it. Highly recommend. It's 10 minutes of your life. Everything is beautifully animated. There are a few 3D characters that look a bit janky, as in off-model. Don't know why, but it didn't detract from the uh, from the overall viewing experience. And again, it's just fun, especially if you're a fan of Disney. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, corporate agreed aside. <laughs> Rick, you ready for some news? Yeah, let's go. Alrighty. Rick, reality shifting is being talked about again. Oh? Have you ever heard of this? Is this where you basically just go into a VR, um... Oh, it's dumber. Okay. Oh, it's so much dumber. No, you're, get, you're getting far too, you're giving far too much credit to these people. No, uh, reality shifting is people claim that uh, if they close their eyes and focus, they can jump realities, which means they can put themselves inside other things, such as Harry Potter or Naruto. Uh, in other words, it's kids who haven't been told what imagination is, who eventually made it to adulthood and think imagination is taking them to magical places in reality. Yeah, people who reach 31 years old before hearing a voice in their head, which is otherwise known as thinking. That's actually a weird fact about that, because there's a 40% of the population experiences thinking differently, and I don't know which half mm. I, I, I fall upon, but some people have a little voice in their head that is just four, and that's just it. You just think, and that's it. Other people have two voices in their head. Their voice, which is actually theirs, and the other voice, and this is why I, I find it really hard to watch Carl Pilkington back with certain discussions with um, Ricky and Steve because they both take the piss out of him for having a voice in his for the way he describes his thinking process and it's like nearly half the population thinks that way and it doesn't make you stupid it's just you think different mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so bizarre yeah. I, I've got to look up the name of it because it's fucking interesting yeah so like you, when your entire um, inner monologue is compartmentalised rather than being yourself I guess that was how you how you might describe it I, there's a bit more to it than that I'll have to find it one day but it's something like that um, but yeah these reality shifters are fucking funny man you see posts all the time of um they've, they've got little communities on reddit and tumblr which i'm really interested to poke my head into because you've got some people claiming that they're uh, uh calling other people murderers because they killed someone while reality shifting oh, oh that's the noise i wanted <laughs> 
Jesus. Oh, man. And it's always some popular thing that they go into, isn't it? Like <laughs> Harry Potter and Twilight. <laughs> the whole concept is on flat earth levels of dumb. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm entirely expecting that more than half of them are just along for the meme and like don't actually believe it. Maybe. But yeah, Rick, do you know what? It's been far too long since Elon's been wacky. Should we talk about that for a minute? Oh, yeah. I heard a couple of things about these. The specific thing I was going to talk about was due to an EU compliance investigation, Elon Musk has threatened to take Twitter out of Europe, which, being British, we could tell you. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> now here's the thing, even if it legally doesn't operate in Europe, people are just going to use VPNs. Yeah, but it, it's, it's fucking stupid anyway. It's fucking, it's a really ridiculous notion that, oh, well, I'll just take Twitter out of Europe, as if Europe's going to go, oh, no, please don't do that. <laughs> Yeah. Because <laughs> that's clearly what he's thinking. Yeah, he's thinking that, and he's not paid attention when Facebook did the same thing. <laughs> when Europe threatened Facebook, they had to suddenly, you know, about face and actually comply with the law. Rick, we got a bit more of a has-been tease in the, uh, a, a snippet from the show in the form of a bit of a song called Happy Day in Hell. You show me this. It was a fun little song. I, I enjoyed the bit we got. I really enjoyed um, Vaggy being like, please don't go outside. And then she turns around, and they're like, where is she? And Angel just goes, Oh, she's halfway down the street. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but also, we, we've, we've learned a bit what one of the big things is going to be in the actual show is that Charlie intends to talk to Heaven to help back her project. Yeah. Which is interesting. From what we know, we know it's not going to work, but it's cute that she thinks it will. I mean, her her dad's meant to be Lucifer, who's a fallen angel, so technically she's got an in. How, how come how come we know it's not going to work? Um, Apparently the reason that hell is so overloaded is because heaven has stopped taking souls because they are at capacity. Oh, so they don't want they don't want souls to be redeemed because then that means they have to take more. Yeah. Okay, I got you. I didn't actually realise that tidbit. I don't know where I saw that from. It might have been from the, from the Twitter, but it was a while ago. In other news, Rick. I don't follow rugby, but other countries are taking the piss out of us because somehow England's in the semi-final of the World Cup. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's kind of amusing how people take the piss out of us for rugby when we invented it, and they take the piss out of us for football because we invented it. <laughs> it, it. The thing that makes me laugh the most is the response to every single joke is the same, because all the jokes are, England's in the semi-final, how'd that happen? They're so shit. And it's like, cool, yeah, so what's your excuse again? Yeah. Again, I don't follow rugby rugby and i couldn't give a flying fuck one way or the other but the banter is fucking hilarious it's one of the few things i admire sports fans for yeah <laughs> in gaming news rick yeah yeah phil spencer is quote unquote all in on his teams revisiting some of the classic games in xbox uh, xbox's quite frankly vast back catalog yeah so they, they do actually have a lot of back catalog it's just that most of them were not exclusive but because they now own technically activision blizzard phil spencer is basically just saying yeah anything that they made if our teams want to work on on it and they're passionate about it i'll give them my support which is good to hear yeah uh, he's also said that um, the reason that the activision stuff has not been on game pass until now was because of problems with the merger and now that that's being cleared up they should be able to come to it in due course yeah because there was that whole uh, bit of a fuck specifically with our courts and uh, european courts saying this is starting to look like a monopoly guys what's going on yeah 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 and i'd still argue that it is a monopoly but whatever i, I don't have any power over that situation it's just how I seize it. Well, it's kind of different in that they're very much losing the console race. I don't give a fuck, Rick. Sony's just as big of a... The fact that we only have three consoles that give a fuck not consoles, but uh, publishers that give a fuck. Microsoft, Sony and Nintendo. They're the only ones 
you have to actually give a fuck about. That's a problem. Yes, there's three people in the race, but it still shouldn't be that close. Yeah, I guess the biggest problem is the only publisher that's now not completely owned is basically EA. That one, it's going to be very surprising if they ever get bought. Yeah, yeah. Although, to be honest, if they do get bought, great, because it means another type of villain is going to be at the head and they can't be much worse than the current one. I think that's a real pointless thing to say, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) But oh well, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Another video game lose. Oh my god, the Omni-Man trailer for MK1 is so good. Yeah, it looked fun. Oh fuck, his regular move sets look awesome. His his fatality and x-rays they showed off are just shot-for-shot remakes of the show, which I'm sure people wanted. It's something MK does great, is that they give their guest characters the fucking respect and polish they deserve. Yeah. It wasn't in any doubt, but it's nice to hear that, yes, J.K. Simmons is still voicing him. Mm. So yeah, it's very good. Rick, it's time for this. That time again. This isn't a wrestling podcast. What have you got for me? Are you familiar with one Drain the Rock Johnson? A little bit. A little bit, yeah. Well, he's got a new waxwork unveiled at uh, in Paris, of all places. Uh, he beat out a bunch of other celebrities to get a waxwork done. I like the idea of him punching out the other celebrities. <laughs> uh, he, beat, he beat them in a poll. But yeah, there's no easy way to say this. There's no way to sugarcoat it. Um, they, they, they made him white. Okay. Okay. You know, like, okay, The Rock's not the darkest fellow in the world, but he's definitely not fucking white. Someone's fucked up. Yeah. It's part of his identity as well. He doesn't, like, shout it from the he- from the highest heights all the time, but, like, when you ask him about his heritage, he will talk about it. Okay, okay. I find that really funny as a wrestling fan, because in wrestling, they wouldn't shut the fuck up about the fact he's Samoan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he doesn't shout about it all the time. Sure, His promoters sure. don't shut the fuck up about it. One of the funny side effects of this is it does mean that the waxwork itself looks like a... Uh, it's a very good representa- representation of Mr. Clean. Yep. <laughs> like, and it's even funnier because if you look at the waxwork in question, he's even doing the Mr. Clean pose. Is it Mr. Clean or Mr. Muscle? I forget. Um, They're both the same thing, basically. I'm talking about the bald one that looks slightly tough. I think they both look... Oh, yeah, yeah. So th- that's the Mr. Clean one. There's mis- there's two Mr. Muscles. One of them is muscular and the other one isn't. Yeah, I've, the big joke with Mr. Muscle is when I was growing up is he was he was very emasculated, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a scrawny nerd. In other wrestling lose, Kofi Kingston's non-profit organization Click opens their first computer lab in Ghana. Okay. Uh, Kofi Kingston is part of the New Day I think he's still part of the New Day I don't think that group's disbanded and he's an all round nice guy and I didn't know he had a non-profit but the non-profit has finally actually achieved part of its goal in that it's giving computers and access to learning to young people in Ghana yeah good stuff yeah it's very nice to have a feel good story about a wrestler for a change isn't it it really is <laughs> but yeah that's the end of uh, of the news we're going to roll into our actual review today which once again it's the amazing digital circus the uh, the pilot we should say it's on YouTube I'll probably pop the, you, the link in the description if you want to watch along with us but it's time for me to throw over to Rick yeah as you said the amazing digital circus pilot three two one and go yeah I think the word pilot being at the end is what froze me <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting it to look like this. Neither was I, so. Okay, it's smoothed I out. The first, now. Like... Sorry, go on. Before it looked like a PS1 game. Yeah, I watched like the first like 40 seconds when you um, suggested it. These are very cute designs. Although the one on the left yeah, is uh, probably existence is pain. Yeah. <laughs> you you are teeth and your eyes are inside your mouth. Yeah. 
What the fuck was that? That was like disclaimer. Something the clown does not, and it went away too fast. We'll have to watch it again and pause and see what the fuck that was. <laughs> Seems there's going to be a lot of free stream bonuses in this. Yeah, this is the character that gets drawn in everything. Yep, the cute one. Yeah, they are purely cute. Oh, the world is trying to destroy them. Oh, it's the I didn't do it boy. So it's meant to be a video game, or is he just a dick? That's the question, right? Hmm. Oh, okay, so it's meant to be inside a VR game? Maybe. Oh, oh, hello. Well, you know me and eyes. Well, the host just said uh, new player, and they're talking about trying to take a headset off, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, was a, that was cute. <laughs> so is your eye stuff left less of an issue when there's no stalks? Yeah. It wasn't quite so bad when uh, she pulled her eye out just then. Because, you know... Like, even though there was a real eye stalk, it was a um, a cable, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, at least they got a fairly decent human replica, as opposed to everyone else. Yeah. Whereas everyone else is obviously not. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like how they're getting around animating everybody's mouths by having them be just... that They just don't move their lips when they talk. They're Dark Soulsing it. Mm. Except for the MC. Oh, their, their lips move a little bit. They just animated uh, Yeah, they're, they're moving... Yeah, they're, it's a limited animation. Let's them focus more on the body bodily animations. That's not a noise <laughs> I ever expect to hear. Boy, does that bring me back. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Connecting to dial-up noise. That's not a word. You're not allowed to swear, but you're allowed to say drown yourself. Gee, I fucking wonder why. Yeah. That's yeah. terrifying. I think that's the shot I'm going <laughs> to use for the fucking preview. That's a fucking sentence. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to get TOS'd by the moon. No, I knew it was uh, going to happen uh, and still uh, maybe go uh, gross. 
<laughs> Even the fucking cosmic weirdos, like, why? You should be used to it. You've got dogs. I love that she still has autonomy over her arm. Yeah. <laughs> That's also a pretty good title sk- title card. Yeah. So this character, I think, is trying to present themselves as Q, but they're clearly just as trapped as everyone else. Yep. Oh, that would suck, wouldn't it? It would, wouldn't it? Congratulations, you're in this hellhole. Also, we're stripping you of all of your previous identity. Oh, I like the animation in the eyes. That's cute. It is sweet. It's one of the simplest things you can start animating when you're uh, first starting out. So we kind of probably got more of that than people not with subtitles on, but fuck was he talking a mile a minute. Yep. <laughs> I love trying to make bullshit words like that. Oh. <laughs> I I, I realise I might be being a bit quiet, but fuck me, this episode this is very captivating, and I kind of don't want to miss any of it. <laughs> yeah, I did know. Oh yeah, he's quite clearly mad. In case it wasn't obvious already. It reminds me a lot of, like, early 3D CG, just, you know, with modern technology. Yeah, I feel, yeah. I think... More modern quality. So, like, reboot and all that. I think they're even trying to invoke that a little bit with the PS1 graphics right at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Table glitching through the floor. The fuck's a gloink? <laughs> I love that. Oh well, I guess now they got now she's involved. Oh, he's king because he's a king chess piece. Yeah, yeah. I would not want to be called insane by these clearly insane people. No, no, it's like uh, it's like the pot calling the kettle black, really, isn't it? Yeah. I love how the only person who gives a fuck about their friend getting disassembled is the fucking sad mask. Hmm.
I mean, he's already stated that, <laughs> one, of the, that one of the few things he gets enjoyment out, out of is watching other people fuck up. Nobody can agree on what that character's name is, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> the two D pick the two D stickers on the doors are actually very cute. Oh they are. Oh I can see those two D stickers actually being like the first set of merch that they do is like little um key rings or something. Well, Rick, I don't know about you. Oh, one they... with an X on it. I I pff, who Hmm. There was well, one with an X on it that looked like uh, Kinga's door, but a different coloured king. So maybe the black king to, to to the white king that he is. Maybe. Um, uh, but yeah, speaking of merch, like I, I've got rid of the annotations, but one of the annotations is there's already six pieces of merch, and they probably do stickers and keyrings because they, they just lend themselves to that sort of thing. Yeah, totally. We're going to see a creepy clown. Jesus. <laughs> Already so many great screenshots. <laughs> I think it's the sign of a uh, good characterization, design, and just general character that you just want to give her a hug the entire time. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, he's clearly saying that just to fuck with her. Yep, yep. Oh boy, what the fuck is that? So this is a thing that can just happen, I guess. Get becoming like some kind of abstract eldritch horror? Jeez. There is no end to the pain for you are immortal. Oh, she's getting infected. Well, I think you can fundamentally call her a good person considering she tried to help. And she's actually probably helping more by uh, by leading it away at this point. Well, yeah, but that's obviously not a conscious decision, so I don't think you can count that one in the in the win column. Oh no, 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 no! She gets points for trying, and then more points for succeeding. Uh, just not the um, the conscious choosing to follow through bit in the middle. I mean, once the chase was on, all bets are off, but one way or the other, because it's just survival at that point, but you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
King's got bloodshot eyes, and that's really disturbing. A little bit. I think Kane's also got bloodshot eyes. I don't think he does. I think they're usually pretty smooth. He's got, um... Uh, the bloodshot around the back. We don't normally see him from... Well, okay, maybe. He's not been on screen for a minute, dude. I can't remember. <laughs> Little shit. Man, that looks like um, one of those old fucking Microsoft screensavers. Yeah, it doesn't all. <laughs> all like early 3D CG at the bowling alley that we st- that they still use. Yeah. Because they they paid for it once, and they're going to get 40 years of use out of it. Yep. The fuck is that? That's like a fucking Beetlejuice monster. Hmm. <laughs> oh man, Ragafa's not doing too well. No, she ain't. No, she ain't. We've all played fucking PS1 games that were glitched to fuck, right? Oh, right, yeah, it's called... The company's called Glitch. Yeah, okay. Boy, that's uh, fucking depressingly late for me to make that collection. Been watching this for 15 Mm -hmm. minutes, Rick. (laughs) We even said earlier, oh, yeah, her hands went normal and now it's going back to glitching. It's, It's been glitching ever since she touched her. Yeah, yeah, but it went it went back to normal when she put both her hands together. I think that was just because the effect was a bit hard to do, maybe, but uh, I could be wrong. I wonder if he is called Cain because they're trying to invoke Cain from Cain and Abel. But that would imply that there was an able in this story which would not met. I don't know, I'm just... Not a lot going on right now, I'm just kind of theory-crafting. Uh, maybe the reason that... Um, not so much he erases, but he the, the, the realm erases people's names is so that no one ends up being called able. Possibly. Fuck that! Could have really done without that fucking mask flying at the fucking camera. Yep. Someone fucking had fun recording these voice lines. Fucking balls on this one. Yeah, he's probably more of a villain <laughs> than Kane is at this point. I don't think Kane is really a villain because he's quite clearly so insane that he doesn't know what he's doing is possibly incorrect. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah, whereas but- Jax is clearly the uh, as essentially in from my point of view the main antagonist because he's the one that makes everything fuck up. Yeah, he is the shit disturber. Yeah, the turd churner. Oh, there That's goes his arms. Interesting. During that run scene, her hand went back to normal, so maybe she's just back to normal full stop now. I think they have, I think they have trouble animating it during certain motions. It's gone blue. No, it's a mirror. I'm dumb. Oh, fuck me. Oh, boy. Oh, who's the six-year-old now? Not knowing how mirrors work. Oh, it's a barrel of monkeys. But yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think it's quite clearly difficult to make that effect happen while having the character move normally. And I think that's why it yeah. occasionally doesn't glitch out. See what I mean? It, it doesn't go while she's running. Yeah, it's a simple glitch as well to do. It's just like you, you have an animated um, animated skin for that part of the uh, the model. If you say so, dude. I don't animate. I don't think any of this shit's simple. Oh, we're in a Stanley Parable now. Oh, yep. <laughs> Speaking of, apparently they updated that. So, you know there's a achievement for uh, Don't Play It For Five Years? I thought it was seven, but yeah. Uh, there's now a achievement in the remaster for Don't Play It For Ten Years. Dude, if people care about achievements, they deserve what they fucking get. This is oh I fuck it I'm I'm gonna do the thing I hate. This feels like a monster in a D and D campaign where the DM's gotten bored. Yeah, yeah, exactly, Jax. <laughs> Poetic timing, some <laughs> might say. Yeah, fuck him up. Set a monster to kill a monster. Don't take this the wrong way, but Zuby's voice is really doing things to me, and I know it shouldn't, but it is. <laughs> I think some of it is because they're just not talking that much. Oh my god, I absolutely love I absolutely love the gag that they are running away from this monster by using an escalator and they're not even rooking up the escalator to make it go quicker. <laughs> yeah. It's a good bit. <laughs> Dude, fuck me, it really is Stanley Parable. I mean I was making a joke, but like it looks exactly the same. I know it's just a generic office, but fuck. The Eldritch Office Dimension. Yeah. I, I assume this is what the plane of law looks like. I don't know what that means. Uh, you know how you got, like, plane of evil being, like, hell, and plane of good being, like, your celestia and all that. Okay. Like, the plane of alignment law. 
Okay, here's the problem, Rick. When you said law, I didn't think you meant law as in law and order. I thought you meant law as in L-O-R-E. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. So that's uh, yeah. why I was like, I don't I, know I what the, the fuck... You, I don't know what the fuck that means, because what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> yeah, as opposed to the plane of chaos. Ooh, trippy. We don't go into the void. Well, the fact that Kane himself, if he even is a he, has said we don't go in there because even I don't know what's in there feels like it's meant to be, you know, throwing you off the scent from going there because, like, uh, there's something there I don't want you to see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, okay, that's good. I love that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. They'll 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 get spoilers from the void. Wow, that's telling. Yep. I want to punch him so bad. I know, right? Oh, wow, this has happened a lot. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, it's like Halloween in Dark Souls. If you give up, you're fucked. Hmm. Well, at least he's kind of merciful in that if someone looks like they're in pain, he does try to help. Yeah, and he, apparently you can fix glitching before it gets too bad. Like, they said that he could, but I didn't believe it until they saw it. Yeah, except that exit door that they did was clearly not the one they saw earlier, because it's a different colour. Yeah. That means there's no spunk in it. (laughs) (laughs) It really is the look of, I I have fought God today. Yes. Yes. That food looks like Lego food. It does. It's real PS1 food. (laughs) Is this a small smile coming on? It's more of a grimace. Yeah, no, you're right. They're trying to force a smile. Yep. Are they going to show us the real exit door so we know it wasn't a lie, or... No, they're just going to show us more void. Oh, just... Oh, shit! It's the computer she ignored. Yeah. Computers all the way down. Oh, well, this is a cute outro. 
Gooseworks. I've heard of Gooseworks. Okay, I do kind of want one of them plushies, though. They look cute, though, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they deliver to the UK for not an extortionate amount of money, I'm probably going to buy one. That's really cute. I love it. What a vanity card at the end there. That's beautiful. Well. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not beautiful, but you know what I mean, right? Oh, there you go. This is why you know them, Rick. They're advertising murder drones, which is also something they did. Ah, yes, yes. That's something that uh, I suggested and we uh, we ended up not picking up for the uh, Indie Animation Month. Yeah, we didn't do it because we didn't want to do things that were more than 15 minutes, ideally, and that one's nearly half an hour, if I recall. It's probably something we're going to do on the channel one day. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's the end of Digital Circus. Fuck me, I've already forgotten the name. What's it called? <laughs> the Amazing Digital Circus. I was Digital Circus. I'm not stupid. Well, not in that regard, anyway. What did you think? So Gooseworks, Gooseworks has done music for Hasbin Hotel. So that's, how, that's where I know her from. But yes, I liked it. I will be keeping my thumb on it for when more comes along, and it looks like it's going to be coming sooner rather than later. How about you? What do you reckon? It was a good show. It's certainly not what I was expecting, especially from the descriptions, because they said there was going to be some... They, they, they mentioned dark comedy. I think it nailed that, but the fans saying existential uh, crisis-inducing or characters experiencing them, I guess maybe to a certain degree. I don't think we've got enough insight to fully say that, but I was expecting it to be a bit more outwardly horrific, which is on me, but uh, you know, it was a good show. I definitely don't regret watching it, and same as you, can't wait for more. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where they're going to go with this. I think it's quite clearly going to be a mix of Kane's wacky adventures to keep the gang entertained combined with trying to find that actual exit. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming that we're going to get a little bit of character development for the other um, the other trapeze as well. Probably. Like, we got, we got, I mean, if anything, we need more character development for the main character because I feel like we got a feel for everyone's character, whereas I think we're going to have a, almost a completely brand new slate for, uh, for Pomni because they're just completely broken by the end of this. Yeah, so she's um, she is a blank slate, and she's make she's she's trying to find the edges of the blank slate before she can start writing on it, as it as it feels. I wasn't expecting the smile at the end, and I don't know what the fuck that actually means. Whether that means they're they're slowly trying to accept the wacky world, or if they're just again just that's it, they're fucked for a bit. Who knows? Only time will tell. Rick, do you have a favorite moment? You can pick any one of Palmney's I have seen shit. Uh, faces. Uh, I think specifically the one towards the middle where she'd just seen inside a door and it was just a, like a, a fish eye zoom in on her eyes glitching out. I think that was my favourite one. Sure. That particular one, in, uh, but those in, in general. How about you? What was your favourite moment? My favourite moment was, because it was just, it, I wasn't expecting a gag was the uh, the sudden cutaway to a, Q, not cutaway even, but transition into a QVC ad placement for the, the guy's watch. Yeah. <laughs> I think we both did a, yeah, um, a quick yelp of uh, laughter at that. <laughs> it was a legitimately good joke. Uh, there was quite a few in this episode, but that one stands out. Uh, that being said, we can't only talk about the good. We also have to dwell a little bit on the negative. So that being said, do you have a weakest link, Rick? So far, I hate Kane. But I think, but I think we're you're meant, to... meant I, I think you're meant to think he's sus. I don't think you're meant to just straight up hate him. <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. They've made him quite unlikable, which is weird because Jax is also clearly unlikable, but I feel like a lot of people probably like him. Yeah, yeah, because he's... Like, everyone's got that character in their D&D game. The one who kicks in the doors and pushes the buttons. Like, a servant of chaos. Whereas Kane is trying to be the architect of chaos. And sometimes it works. I think he's been rather... Uh, 
uh, obnoxious with it in this episode. Plus, you know, I'm not too fond of the design, but that's a, that's a me problem. I think I may have uh, hit things a bit too on the head with he's, he's, he thinks he's Q, even though he's quite clearly trapped just like everyone else. Yes, yeah, yeah. How about you? What was your weakest link? Yeah, I don't know, man. I think it's something that a lot of pilots, especially indie pilots, have a problem with. And I'm, I'm by no means slagging it off because I enjoyed it, but it's uh, there's a pattern there. Uh, everything went a mile a minute. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Trying to force enough character establishment into each character uh, in a short amount of time and then do something with the characters. You, you basically, you, you normally got a choice of one or the other. You can establish your characters, but or you can have a plot and uh, establish more characters later. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's an issue that not only indie stuff suffers from, proper shows do as well. There's a reason why I have the free episode rule whenever trying something new, because some episodes don't know how to pace a first episode, and that's fine. With indies, I'm I'm a lot more lenient because they have they have a very clear budget, they have a very clear time restraint. If people don't understand yeah. things from the first episode, there's a good chance they don't get a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's one of the problems. Like you can't give in the three episode rule to things that are coming out so slowly the way that indie things do, uh, the way that indie things have to. Sure, it's one of those where I don't mean to slag off the the show. It was great. It was fun. I'm looking forward to episode two. A lot of things have pacing issues with the first episode. But yes, we come to the uh, the creme de la creme, so to speak. Rick, who is your MVP? Rather than giving it, giving it to the team, I'm giving it specifically to Pomni because she's not only a fantastic character to follow, she's also an instant classic in terms of a character design and if you know what she's from then it's going to immediately make you think of this entire series like see like yes there might have been characters that look a little bit like that before but this is a instantly recognizable design and instantly merchandisable so yeah Palmini gives it to me she had my attention every time she was on screen yeah it's interesting you say that because quite literally the only reason we watched this or this came up on our radar is because I saw fan art on Twitter yeah yeah and like it's been released what five days ago there's already like 12 million views yeah although that being said this is an an established enough I don't want to say company because I don't know if that's technically correct but group because they've they've got some they've got some heavy hitters under their belt already but regardless like if the design wasn't classic and people didn't like it we wouldn't have stumbled upon this yeah Uh, how about you what was your uh, MVP I'm going to give it to Kane sure because I know you don't like his design and that's a you thing that's fine Uh, I thought his design was suitably wacky and I like the character character who is omnipotent. We don't know quite how powerful he is, but he clearly has a better grasp over the world than everyone else. And I don't know yet whether or not he is... There's a few possible explanations for the reasons why he is how he is. He might be in charge of the entire universe and a jailer and a piece of shit. He might be just as trapped as everyone else, but just so happens to have a lot better control over the world. Or he might not know fuck all and is just another player. I'm under the impression that him chucking out all the disassociated glitching and otherwise corrupted people into a pit is meant to be as a, as much of an establishing moment as a villain as anything could be. Sure. Uh, and I think that we're going to deal with those things at some point during the show. Possibly, possibly. I'm still more inclined to believe that we might have a uh, a Satan situation where Satan is... A lot of people think Satan rules hell when in reality you got to think of it as hell is a prison and Satan just happens to be the top dog in the prison, you know? Yeah. That's, that's how I think we're going to see this, so that he, he thinks he's uh, above it all and rules everything, but 
but in reality he's just as trapped as everyone else. But I could be wrong. It's open enough, and that's something that you don't get all the time. It's, it's nice to see. Totally. That being said, I guess we're done for today. That wasn't quite as spooky as we hoped, but spooky enough for spooky month, we hope. But yeah, join us again next week. We'll be doing something a bit different, but still spooky. And as always, we've got the comment section down below if you want to talk to us. If you're not watching via YouTube, but instead listening via one of our audio platforms, you can instead send an email at nonsensereviewuk at gmail.com once again that is nonsensereviewuk at gmail.com yes 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 if you've made it this far as always you're our favourite people and we hope to see you again next week see ya